Hello guys, and welcome to this week's episode of Live Well Bipolar. I am excited to be sharing this solo episode with you guys. And if you are new to the podcast, then you probably don't know this, but the last Monday of every single month, I have an episode with just myself that I make specifically for you guys to share anything new around Live Well Bipolar, my story in particular, as it relates to living with bipolar disorder, what has been helpful for me, things that I'm currently dealing with, currently struggling with and working through to be able to connect on a deeper level with you and something to help out with this that I have actually been wanting to do for a few years now. I've had requests to do this and I just never got around to doing it. And part of that was because this year was such a busy year for me with my wedding and really every single month was a different big life event. So I had the wedding in March, then we moved into our house in April, had me and my husband's birthday and six other family members in April. And then we were gone May and June in Europe for our honeymoon. And then I came back in July and actually started a new job. So so much going on. And then finally in August was feeling more settled. So I was able to start something for you guys. And I've been working on putting this together for a while now, because it's been a helpful resource for me in managing different triggers and difficult moments that come up for me. So I ended up going and creating a workbook for you guys, a bipolar wellness workbook. And really what I wanted to put into this are some background on me and my story, obviously, for those of you who are listening, who are newer to the podcast and don't know the history of Live Well Bipolar and really how that started with my story. And really my story is inside of my book called Crooked Illness. So that is my experience going from my hospitalization, first being diagnosed with bipolar one disorder. And then I came out of that and ended up graduating from college. And I went back and I worked at the same hospital where I was a patient at. So I share a little bit of my background and really just the number of years that I struggled, especially with the silence of even sharing my story, asking for help, knowing how to access things that could make my life better and helpful. I just had no insight into any of that for a number of years. So I wanted to put a guide together to really help you guys in particular with accessing things such as what are my triggers and what does wellness look like for me? What tools can help? How far have I come? How can I get started? So those are the five pillars of the workbook. And really I walk you guys through examples from my own life. So I talk about triggers for me, helping you get clear on that because that was my biggest hurdle at the beginning before my diagnosis, after my diagnosis was really just identifying what are the situations or factors in my life that I can control that when these things are off or not right, they lead me to feeling very unwell, not safe, not heard, and just overall in a very bad headspace. So some of the triggers for me, the big ones are my sleep schedule being off, no exercise, wanting to isolate, having a lot of arguments, fighting, unexpected changes to my plans, 
losing interest in my passions, stress, and drinking a lot. So these are the things I've been able to identify for myself that when I see these coming up in my day, my thoughts, my routine, I notice a difference in myself. So I have an area in the workbook for you guys to go in and write out those things for yourself. So different feelings, different emotions, you might also have ones that are similar to mine. So if you're noticing your sleep being off with not being able to go to sleep, getting too much sleep, having conflicts in your relationships, whether it's romantic relationship, friendships, family, coworkers, going through job loss, going through a loss of a loved one, whatever those things that you're dealing with now that you're noticing, being able to list those out. And that moves us into the next stage, what, which is identifying what does wellness look like for me? So I have a part in there where I walk you guys through what it looks like for me. And really to me, to give you guys a consensus of that is it's really being able to be proud of myself and give myself grace for how I'm showing up regardless of how I'm doing it. I can sit here all day long and say, I could have done this better. I should have worked on this more, all these things that we do. And it's so common to be our own biggest critics, but wellness for me looks like being able to know those things, to feel those things, but still give myself grace and have moments that I am proud of and that I can appreciate. And that I am looking forward to. So I have a part in the workbook for you guys to identify what does that look like for you? Maybe you can put down a sentence or moment of when you were feeling your best and what did that look like? Where were you? Who was in your life? What was that moment like for you? Or just how are you feeling when you are in that mindset? What does that look like? And really moving into that third pillar of what tools can help. So I lay down different ones that I've been able to have access to that have been helpful for me. So some of the biggest ones I can share with you guys is the ones that I listed is being outside. So time in nature, taking time to journal, take a walk, get outside, clear my mind, talk to someone that I trust, whether that be my husband, family members, friends, and therapy, joining a support group, deep breathing, making time to rest and listening to a podcast. So these are a lot of different things. And on some days, some of these work for me and on some days they don't. So there's a lot of them that I wanted to put out there because these are ones that have been helpful for me over the last 10 years of my life living with my bipolar diagnosis. So I have a section in the workbook for you guys to lay out tools that have helped been helpful for you. So getting clear on what that looks like and how you can be able to incorporate those better into your life to be able to make sure that they are in place and that you do have these things and that you do have access to them. And then if you don't working on a plan of how to go about finding those resources and number four is how far have I come? So really giving yourself the opportunity to celebrate some of your wins and share that with me in this workbook. And then also share a moment that you are the most proudest of. So I have a, a part in the workbook where you guys can go through and you can fill this out. You can do it on your computer, laptop. You can print it out and keep it with you and, and have it that way. And then once you get down to the next part of the workbook, we look at how far you've come in terms of identifying 
the things that you are grateful for. And this is something I try to do every single day is I list out five different things I'm grateful for. And I really just journal out whatever is on my mind. I try to do it in the morning. Sometimes I'll do it later in the day, but I just try to do that to get that all out on paper. So that way I have a good place to be able to go back and reflect to see when I'm not having a good day or I'm not in a good space, what was on my mind? What did that look like? So the last piece is how can I get started? So really there's five different things that I list for you guys of being able to start your day with gratitude. And this is something I really started practicing a lot the last three years. So at first, when I started it, it was very difficult for me because it was very hard for me to list out these pieces because my mindset was still mainly focused on the problems, the issues that I didn't think I could solve. And it was, it took me some time to shift into recognizing the things that I did have and the things that were coming up and the progress I've made myself. And then number two is to remember to slow down. I try to do this every single day and really it depends on your routine, right? So your work schedule, what your days are looking like. I always make sure for myself to take my lunches and really use that time to read, to sit outside, to go on a little walk, or just to just sit in silence and try to relax that way. And the third one is to celebrate your wins. So like I outlined, being able to give yourself credit and celebrate those things, right? So I know something for me that I actually just ran my very first 10K actually on Sunday. So I'm recording this for you guys. Today is the 13th of November. This episode will be out when you're listening to it on November 27th. So that is one of my wins is being able to have accomplished that with the help of so many great friends who encourage me to do that. So I would like you to do the same and list some of your wins and things that you're grateful for. So number four is to express your feelings to at least one person. So someone that you trust, someone that is close to you and having that person. And if you feel like you don't have that person, a really, really good resource that I've been able to have access to is NAMI. So if you guys don't know anything about that, you can send me a message on Instagram. My Instagram is at livewellbipolar. And I'm always happy to talk with you and get to know your story and share any resources that I have as well. And number five is to use this guide for a reminder. So to be able to go back and reflect and look at your history, look at your progress, look at the things that come up for you that are triggering to get clear on this. And I, the last page of it is I have resources, which are this podcast here to be able to go back and listen to the episodes of the amazing guests that I bring on and they share their stories and their experiences. But most importantly, they really share what's been helpful for them. And that's different than what I can give you because I can tell you what's been helpful for me, but I can't always tell you what's been helpful for other people. So I think the podcast is a really great resource to be able to go back over the 177 episodes that I've done and look at the ones that really stick out for you as well. And then I also have my book as a resource too. So that is called Crooked Illness. And I have not shared this yet, but I actually just released an updated version of my book. I changed a few of the final pages in the back because I released my book two years ago and if you guys have been following the podcast for a while, then you know that back then my podcast was 
master your mental. And I have changed that over to live well bipolar. So I got that updated in the book. And I also shared my free gift in there as well, which is this bipolar wellness workbook that I've put together for you guys. So if you would like a copy of this workbook that I've gone through, I have it for free. If you guys go into my Instagram at livewellbipolar, if you click the link in my bio, the very first option that you guys see on my link there is the free bipolar wellness workbook. And all you need to do is click on that link and enter your email. And then you will also be added into my email list where you were, you will get extended updates on these podcast episodes and more of a chance to connect with me that way. And then you can also grab the workbook. I can send it via that connection. Once I get that request that you have at, you have subscribed. So the free bipolar wellness workbook is available at the link in my bio on my Instagram. And again, I wanted to create this and put this workbook together as well as this newsletter to be able to share with you guys more insights from the stories of my guests and also more from my own self, because I want to be able to connect more with you guys and hear your experiences your stories, and really be able to share that in a way that I haven't been able to lately. So I wanted to put this together and share this with you guys and really talk through a little bit of what this workbook looks like, why I created it, and really how I use it still to this day to go back and look at my triggers, look at the, the things that help me the most. So when I'm having moments where I feel like I am not able to access these things. I'm not able to work through them. Being able to have them down on paper helps me so much in those moments. And also to give that resource to you guys, because there's no one that I appreciate and, and really value more than your opinion and you making the time to be here and listen to these episodes every single Monday. So again, thank you so much for being here, for tuning in, whether you are listening for yourself, if you have a diagnosis of bipolar and you are wanting to learn how to navigate that diagnosis and uncover what does it look like to live well bipolar for me or for someone that you love and care for. It means the world that you're here. And again, if you haven't already, you can go ahead and download my bipolar wellness workbook by following me on Instagram and clicking that link in my bio to grab your copy there. So thank you guys for being here and I will see you in the next episode. All right, bye.